10 years for me that I've been involved in the cannabis industry. And it started in Maine, so it's a little bit like coming back home and bring also point of views from outside of the state of Maine so we have a better market. And the people who care about educating and explaining what's happening, you know, our experience on 280E and how to mitigate the risk. A really positive impact to the attendees. Are you practicing your karate today? Yeah, it's uh, it's chi energy. Welcome to Weed Buds Radio with Ryan Matt. So what do we have on today on this uh, excellent podcast? So today we're going to talk a little bit about the programming that you and I are launching, uh, Weed Buds Maine, where we get to kind of celebrate our roots. You know, we, we travel the country and we've been able and privileged to speak with amazing guests from all over the country. And, you know, now that, you know, you and I are, are here in Portland, I thought it'd be cool to take a look at the emerging main market, but also kind of cannabis throughout New England, if that's okay with you. Totally. And how are we going to explore this journey? Do we have some narrators to bring us along? Absolutely. So we're going to meet with Nucleus One that is run by Jacques Santucci and Connor Yost. They're putting together a program. And I thought that there was a lot of synergy between what you and I are going to be doing with Weed Buds Maine. They're putting together a one-day sort of cannabis session called the Emerging Maine Market. It's going to be March 19th in Portland, Maine. And they have some really I would say veteran speakers attending. And so I thought that it plays really well with with what we're doing. And I know, can you tell us a little bit about some of the speakers that will be in attendance that day? We have a very distinguished panel. Uh, Ed Keating, who's the chief data officer at Cannabis Media. We have Kate Senzamichi, who's over at BDS Analytics. And both those companies um, are running lots of data-driven products. They're going to sort of bring that whole portion of the conference. Absolutely. BDS Analytics, by the way, is one of the largest insights and data companies in cannabis. So they're going to talk a lot about the trends that they're seeing in markets all across the country. So I think that'll be a really unique perspective to cannapreneurs in the Northeast. And then we have Steve Monticelli, who's a tax expert. Um, He also does cannabis business advisory and has been working specifically on creating exit strategies for cannapreneurs. So that'll bring a very interesting flavor. And he also is going to talk a lot about the 280E uh, tax laws and what cannapreneurs can do to help mitigate the impacts of that. And, and we've seen that that's a component of the business that really ties cannapreneurs up sometimes. So having him really break that down for us is going to be extremely crucial. Mm. And tying in the law aspect, we have John Sprague, who's a partner over at Ed Davis, and they are a leader in physical security solutions. They will keep you safe. Uh, They also work with cannabis industry risk management. So maybe insurance and things like that would be useful. Keep your weed safe. Keep it protected. Keep your business safe. You always need And you see it as a part of licensing applications. Uh, You have to have a strong security system in place. So that's going to be super valuable. And then 
Hannah King, who's an attorney over at Drummond Woodsum, also in 2018 was appointed to the Maine Marijuana Advisory Commission. She's going to be speaking and providing maybe an overview as to how we're moving forward. Absolutely. And we've had the privilege of speaking to Hannah King in the past, and she has tremendous insights and really focuses on keeping her clients safe and ensuring that they are navigating the laws compliantly. And finally, we have Eric Gunderson, who's the director at the Maine Office of Marijuana Policy. So you're getting it straight from the horse's mouth. I love that the list of speakers, it goes through a complex form of the cannabis industry. You're not just seeing it from one side or two sides. It's sort of a 360 approach. Well, and you and I have been talking about this a lot lately, and that's what inspired us to create Weed Buds Maine. And as most of our audience now knows, you can go to weedbuds.com and nominate your favorite cannabis companies, brands, and individuals from across the country. But we have a very specific designation now to, again, go back to our roots here in Maine, because as we travel, there's it's a small market you know in population maine is much smaller than you see illinois in michigan and california however the quality and commitment to excellence within the industry it's unparalleled you know we've had a, a unique opportunity now to really explore some of the great caregivers and dispensaries and bud tenders in maine and we need to be looking at how we expand our businesses outside of the state and so this type of event is going to be really good for people from around New England to evaluate Maine, but also for Maine entrepreneurs to see some of the trends from across the country. So why don't we listen in? Yesterday, I got to sit down with Jacques and Connor, and they will tell us a little bit more about the conference, who should attend, and what you can expect. Why was it important to you to kind of get all of those people in one room? It was important for us to have them in one room here in Maine because the Maine market has been one of the first market back 10 years ago to hit the East Coast. And it's only now becoming uh, adult use. And for 10 years, you know, the, the New England states, all the New England states, have uh, put in place all the programs so it's important for us to put the stakeholders and the, the industry, the, the people that are interested in how to make it the main market much better, the, the main uh, cannabis industry much better in one room so we can actually listen to the different uh, um, point of views and bring also point of views from outside of the state of Maine so we have a better market. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of interest in the main market right now, especially with you know, tourism and those type of things um, in the state. And I think it's important to take what we learned in places like Massachusetts and then apply that here in Maine and, you know, maybe avoid some pitfalls that happen there and kind of move things quickly here. So the week of our event, March 2020, that will be 10 years for me that I've been involved in the cannabis industry. And it started in Maine, so it's a little bit like coming back home. And although, you know, never really moved out, but coming back home and uh, tell uh, our community, our uh, industry uh, partners and, and uh, the, the main market what we learned. So Connor and I, we spent the past, you know, 10 years and uh, the past few years 
around the country. Now, after we started here in Maine, uh, uh, one of the, the biggest companies here in Maine, we worked in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Hawaii, Ohio, Connor, which one am I missing? Massachusetts. A lot of Massachusetts. Um, did some work in Florida. Um, most recently, Illinois. New York. Yeah, New York. Um, and we've uh, done work with our clients in the cannabis industry in general, marijuana and hemp. And we learned doing applications. We learned starting companies. We learned working with uh, financial partners and vendors. Uh, you know, we learned a lot over the past 10 years. And so we see that event and the one we're going to do after, because we, we want to do uh, potentially two or three a year, we, we see those events to share our experience, but also uh, bring the people that we've been working with or the people that we know are making a difference and the people who care about educating and explaining what's happening uh, and, and share that with uh, anybody who wants to um, uh, get into the cannabis industry or is already part of it. Yeah, I think there's more a lot more education still to happen about even the adult use market and the compliance in Maine that, you know, I think we intend to assist people with, and especially with some of the speakers that we have at at our event should be able to do so. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the speakers that we can expect and what they'll be talking about? Yeah, so we've got a few different people, a lot of which we've worked with in the past and we know are good they do and, you know, compliant things like that. So we have Eric Gunderson, who's the director of the Maine Office of Marijuana Policy, we have Hannah King, who's an attorney at Drummond Woodsum. We have John Sprague, who's a partner at Ed Davis. And we're hoping that uh, uh, those three individuals will be on the same panel, and they're going to tell us their view of the main market and the application process. They come from a different angle, from a different background, and uh, you know, it'll be a really nice panel around business, application, what you need to be successful. Awesome. Yeah, and then so we have um, another panel about uh, 280E and its impacts on the industry, which is going to include Steve Monticelli, who's a CPA um, with Recibo Monticelli, as well as Jacques. Yeah, uh, so Steve and I, we've been working on the uh, tax uh, and 280 impact on several uh, projects or clients. And we actually uh, speak together uh, with uh, Rachel Gillette, who's a lawyer out of uh, Colorado. Uh, the three of us are also speakers at the NCIA uh, Boston Conference uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, also on the same uh, topic, the ghost of 280E. And uh, we're going to share with, uh, you know, here uh, in Maine and in Boston uh, before, you know, our experience on 280E and how to mitigate the risk and uh, uh, understand the impact of, of, the, of 280E and the tax. And not that there aren't a lot of amazing topics, but that alone makes attending worth it because I think yes. so many people just don't understand it, myself included. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot, lot to learn and then a lot, a lot to take into consideration. And uh, I would agree that some people in the industry probably do not take into account 280E early on, and they should plan ahead and understand what their cost is so they make more money and what is the impact of the tax on their cost structure. So there's a lot to learn right there. Absolutely. And then um, lastly, we'll have a a panel that's going to kind of address some of the trends and most recent data in the industry with uh, Kate Senjimichi at BDS and Ed Keating with Cannabis Media. So that should be an interesting panel. And so can you tell us a little bit about what they might be speaking about? 
Yeah, so both of those individuals, and, and there may even be another, um, have a lot of kind of the most recent um, available data that they've spent a lot of time collecting, um, like among the country, like nationwide, and then also you know here in Maine. So I think we expect to see basically what they have seen and then what they kind of project going forward for the industry, maybe their numbers in Maine, maybe their numbers in the Northeast, that type of thing. Right. Maine has uh, a different view on what the, the uh, cannabis market should be. And uh, it is not the view that uh, the rest of the country is seeing or the same trends. And um, Kate and Ed, and uh, we have a couple of the panelists in mind that I haven't confirmed yet, uh, will bring their experience from you know, outside of the state of Maine, uh, outside of New England, and show what are the trends you know, on the number of licenses you know, uh, and the, the trends on sales, the trends on products. So the, the, the players in the main market have a better understanding of uh, what is happening in the rest of the country. And, uh, you know, uh, it's always not in my backyard, right? It's not going to happen here. Well, at the end, you know, uh, if a trend is nationwide or even international, it's probably going to happen. And uh, that's what we hope that people are going to uh, hear from, uh, 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 you know, panelists that come from uh, known entities. Once we're federally legal, yeah. what are the impacts of being so inconsistent right now? Yeah. So one of the impact right now, in general, even before there's any legalization, is that um, the consumers are changing. And the old timers, and I'm most part of it after 10 years in this industry because it feels like it's uh, 200 years, uh, are feeling that uh, the market is what we see now. The market is ahead of us. You know, it, uh, the, the legalization, adult use, all those terms are just changing the consumer and adding more consumers. Those new consumers are looking for standards. They're looking for quality. They're looking for uh, client experience. They're looking for uh, same uh, products or same level of products under the same brand. They're looking for uh, similar pricing. You know, um, and not three times more when you drive. You know, uh, twenty-five miles. Uh, you know, across bo uh, state border, and uh, those things are starting to happen, and you, you can see it. Uh, the price of cannabis in Massachusetts compared to Maine is what one to four. Yeah, it's still quite a bit higher. And then you know, you're looking at once that type of thing starts to happen as a commoditization of the entire industry. Um, which brings, you know, about like the importance of, you know, everything else that the company does, you know, the reputation, the marketing, um, the, the price competition, everything like that. So I think that's what we'll start to see. And I think it's important for companies in states that maybe are a little bit ahead of the game to already get there and be ready for that to happen um, so that they can either expand, you know, across state lines or that they can, you know, at least be, you know, the front runners in those states. Absolutely. Yeah. I was talking to our partners in Ohio uh, compared to, you know, what's happening in uh, in Detroit and you know just across the border, and uh, the dispensaries. So Ohio is medical right now, and the dispensaries that are close to the to the border, uh, where on the other side it's adult use, are suffering because you know the 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 quality on the medical side might not be the same one than on the adult use side, right? Different state, but the prices are so different. So our partners are probably you know half hour, forty five minutes away, so they don't see the impact too much. But, you know, those things are, have a huge impact on businesses that are trying to get off the ground and, uh, and create standards. And then that um, 
lack of logic and the, 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 the timing is also impacting uh, those businesses. Awesome. Connor, why should people attend and who is the ideal prospect to attend a conference like this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's obviously it's anyone who is in the industry or has interest in being in the industry. I mean, clearly, like I said earlier, I think there's a lot of interest, you know, being a tourism state, especially, you know, surrounding, you know, Portland and that community. So really anyone who kind of wants to get, I think, you know, high quality uh, content, you know, from, you know, professionals or, you know, a very, you know, professionalism heavy group that type of thing you know would be a great person to attend because um, these are educated speakers and they're veterans of the industry yeah ex- exactly we look at our event as an hybrid between the big conferences that we uh, all go to and the uh, small events that are usually put together by uh, one serv- uh, service provider who's trying to kind of explain its knowledge of the industry and, um, and you know, show their services. In our case, we are in between. You know, uh, you know of course, we, we want to promote Nucleus One and the services we do and how we've been helping and how we can help companies. But we also want to share back what we've learned and, and bring our you know, trusted advisors and, uh, to, to the audience and then have them you know, see a different view and different trends of, of the industry. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a good event both from the you know the informational perspective, but also there's you know there's, there's networking at the end. There's going to be a lot of great attendees to meet, um, you know, in you know for people in any different part of the industry. Um, so I you know I highly recommend attending. I think it'll be a good time. And if you are interested in attending, how do we go about registering for this event? So you can you can go to our website uh, nucleus1.com. That's nucleus-one.com. Um, there's a uh, there's a link to the Eventbrite uh, page there where you can register. Um, there's an early bird special until uh, March first. That code is uh, N one early bird. Very creative. N one early bird. I love it. Very creative. But yeah, nucleus one dot com, and uh, there's an event page. We'll be promoting the event on our social media. Um, it's on our Instagram. It's on our LinkedIn. So you can find us there if you want information about the event or to register. Something else to uh, like to mention is uh, we put this event together and uh, we reached out for sponsors, and the response was within 24 hours. You know, we had our quota of our sponsors, and uh, you know, firm like uh, Restivo Monatelli, uh, our CPA uh, panelist as well as Bernie Levinson in uh, uh, Boston, law firm Boston that has a, a national a nation, nationwide uh, reach, Ed Davis and company, uh, security company, that uh, has helped numerous number of clients to understand the importance of the security aspect of their company. Uh, Drummond and Woodson, uh, Drummond and Woodson uh, local firm here in Maine that's been very active, uh, both on the business side but also on the lawmaking side, you know, to uh, make sure that the main uh, rules are consistent, make sure that the rules are progressive. And the Seaport Credit Union, who's uh, uh, one of the bank in Maine or credit union in Maine that have been uh, helping the cannabis industry to have uh, safe banking and uh, for cash-based, uh, mostly cash-based uh, business, very important that... Uh, a bank like a Skywagon Savings Bank or a Seaport Credit Union uh, support the industry, and Seaport is one of our sponsors. And then uh, I want to mention Cannabis Business Executive, mm-hmm. who's a, a blog uh, that's been 
helping also the industry uh, bring content and education. So clearly there's some really important content if you're able to get that level of engagement from the local business community. I would say yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, so I think it's because we one of the only firm um, in, uh, in the cannabis industry as consultants that have been consistent for the past, you know, uh, almost 10 years now and helping uh, clients around the country and not in no way at uh, grabbing more clients, but as we are selecting our clients to, who we work with to make sure that we can actually bring something to them and we can make them successful because their success is our success. So we, we don't see the cannabis industry as a, uh, you know, two years of uh, working with some clients and, and our, you know, uh, our profession is starting companies. So we've been operators. We've, uh, you know, we operated our own cannabis uh, companies. Uh, we had a hemp, you know, project before advising our uh, clients on the hemp side because we cannot explain to somebody what to do if we cannot tell them we've done it, we've been there. So, um, and I think that's, that's what makes the difference. And that's why our sponsors, that's why, you know, people are interested in our event because we're bringing a different angle. Yeah, I think this is probably the first of its kind for this type of event so far in Maine. Um, and we've seen these types of events in other states with, you know, with a, a really positive impact to the attendees. So I think people will find that to be the case here. Great. I hope you're interested in attending this conference. You notice there's no extractors here. There's no cultivators. There's no growers. This is really a focused entrepreneurial view on the cannabis industry. It might be different than you're used to. A lot of cannabis users might be expecting something different. This is for a specific type of canapreneur, someone who's really interested in the policy side, someone who's interested in the tax side, someone who's interested in looking at it through a more, I would say, full view, you know, a more commercial approach. 100%. It's, it's different than some of the uh, events that you and I have attended in the past. And I'm glad that you made that distinction because this really is about uh, the commercial business side and economics, really of the cannabis industry. So you're right. You know, those extraction companies, the growers, uh, those are people that should be in attendance because they're going to be looking to expand their brands as other markets uh, come to play here and especially here in the Northeast. So thank you for making that distinction, Matt. And we hope to see you there. We will be there in attendance and you can head over to nucleus-one.com and register there and if you want to participate in Weed Buds Maine, uh, go over to WeedBuds.com. And if you do Weed Buds Awards, tell us some of the exciting personalities and fun Maine cannabis companies that, that you're finding out there so we can help you explore them. Awesome. And thank you guys for listening to our show. We really enjoy producing this for you. So please heart, share, and retweet the episode wherever you may be listening. Until next time. Puff, puff, puff peace. peace.